Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm, your destination for all things nerdy. Well, can I just quickly jump in and just ask, and I can't believe we didn't talk about this in person last night, Matt. Right. You watched the fucking James Bond trailer? I did. I did. What do you think? Uh, I'm very excited. I got fucking goosebumps watching that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Are they making another James Bond? They've of made course it. they are. They've of course they are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're going to keep making them. <laughs> I think we can Does this one have gadgets again? Oh, probably. No, it doesn't look like it. This looks pretty serious. Oh, I mean, yeah, but even um, Skyfall had a couple of gadgets, didn't it? Yeah, yeah I think that's I like what he the means. Over the top car that turns into a submarine. Oh, no, 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 no. There's watch. been none of that lately. They haven't had those for a while. What I'm hoping for... When they bring that back, I'll be back. I'm. Oh, you like that stuff. I used to love it. Well, there's a little bit of that returning to Skyfall, for sure. Yeah. What I'm hoping for with this one is, like, the seriousness of Quantum of Solace, but with yeah. an actually good story. Yeah, yeah. Man, Quantum of Solace had some amazing action sequences, yeah, but it was but just fucking all, all over had. the place. That's all it had. It didn't make any sense, and it was just... Like it, yeah. it was just pummeled you with, yeah. with just. I recently oh. went back and watched all three, not back yeah. to back, but over a weekend, and it is by far the weakest. Mm. Because Casino Royale was just such a return to form, like amazing yeah. movie, amazing, best Bond since uh, Goldeneye. Yeah, and, I would agree. And then Quantum of Solace was like, oh shit, was this just a fluke? But then Skyfall came in. It was like, no, 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 no. This is good. Yeah. This Skyfall is really is great. good. And I'm hoping this is good too. Spectre. Yeah, it looks good. It's got, it's very um, mysterious and, yeah. you know, it looks like there's a lot of espionage and it looks like it's intelligent. I'm hoping that's, yes, that's exactly that's right. the case. Mm. It looks like a real spy movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like actually spying as opposed to just running and shooting. Yeah. Yeah, see, Casino Royale was a bit less of that, but it was very, it was about cards and, yeah. and and things and so it was a, it was a bit interesting I found it interesting anyway yeah. we watched it recently because Jenna hadn't seen it she didn't like it oh. she um yeah she doesn't like uh, she, she just doesn't like Daniel Craig as Bond and she just didn't find it very interesting oh he's my favourite Bond yeah I think he's great um, he's my absolute favourite yeah and she also she once tried to watch Quantum of Solace and said that it was not interesting and I said well, well that's, it's not. that's fair yeah it isn't. that's fair yeah I don't dislike it uh, we've talked about this before. I, I yeah. still thought it was all right. Yeah, but I, thought it was I, all right. I agree that it was weak. And I agree that the action sequences in it are just unparalleled. Yeah, but you need more. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Um, from Bond, at least yeah. there are there are certain types of movie that I'm okay to just be, you know, have you know, if it's Transformers. Oh yeah, of course. You know, it's Transformers movie, giant robots fighting. That's what it is. Yeah, like, exactly right. You know, and I mean? think we've talked about it on this podcast even before, but. Quantum of Solace was the answer to the question, what happens to the James Bond franchise the year after the Bourne Identity franchise begins? Yeah. Because Quantum of Solace was basically just like a a Bourne movie, more than a Bond movie. Yeah, the Bourne movies... shaky cameras, fast editing. Yeah. Yeah, I was never that into them. I mean... I I loved the first couple. Yeah, I can appreciate the action sequences, but I just don't... didn't find them that... I I couldn't tell you what the storyline was. I've seen... There's like a bunch of them, isn't there? I've seen all four yeah. of the... There's four with Damon, think, and I've uh, seen the new one as well, actually, now that I think about it, with Hawkeye from sure. Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't Hawkeye tell you what happened. 
<laughs> I couldn't tell you what it was about though, because like I said, I remember the action sequences, but I don't remember the story because it just yeah, sure. Was there one? Was there have a, was there one of them in there? Yeah, the story, story? is that he has amnesia. He was right. their top top uh, agent, and um, he's they tried to dispose of him, and his memory was a wa- a waste. He's a waste. <laughs> <laughs> his memory was erased, but he survived, and now he's basically their top agent. Becomes their worst nightmare as he's trying right. to find what happened. The to truth. Him. Yeah. Okay. The second one has a fight between a guy with a knife and a guy with a rolled-up magazine. Yeah, I and remember it's that. Yeah. Fucking intense. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, I remember that stuff, but I don't. It's like I said, I just don't remember what. What else happened? Um, <laughs> yeah. <fair enough. laughs> so, um, yeah. So I'm very excited about Spectre. Very yeah. excited because I yeah, Bond's great. I love, I just love Bond films. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all of them except some of the Pierce Brosnan ones are a bit painful. Well, yeah, and look, dare I say it? Even some of the original ones. Mm. Yeah, but they've got a nostalgia thing. Far too long, though. They're like two and a half hour films. Yeah, that's definitely true. And even if you watch a really classic one like Goldfinger, there's a lot wrong with it. You know? There is, but it's it's got. uh, Particularly, like, the Connery and the Roger Moore ones. And actually, the Lazenby one as well, I really like. A lot of people don't like that one. No, Lazenby's great. Yeah, I love that one. Um, He. But they're all very. uh, they've got nostalgia that yeah, there's a charm kind of yeah. Like I, I know you're right, but I don't care. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I still, no, that's, that's still great. That's fair. Yeah. Whereas a new one doesn't get that pass. You know, like Skyfall yeah. was a bit long, if I'm honest. Yeah, sure. Like yeah, it, it, it's but in the same way that the others were. But it was also good enough that it didn't matter. But like the Pierce Brosnan ones don't get that because they weren't good either. You know? Correct, yeah. I think. <laughs> but yeah, the Roger Moore ones in particular had some goofy shit. Like the boat chase in Venice. Is it Venice where he's in the boat and it's all... It's just all a bit goofy, but... Running across crocodiles. Oh, yeah. I like it being goofy. Of course you do. Mm. <laughs> What's your favourite Bond film, Luke? Um... Oh, I can't even think of names of any of them. Oh. What happens? What's your favourite? Jaws. Jaws was in it. Oh, okay. There's a couple of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You may I, even I be talking remember. about a Timothy Dalton movie. What's that? Wasn't there? Wasn't Jaws in one of the Timothy Dalton ones? Maybe. I I didn't mind him. Hmm. I mean, I, I, I haven't I haven't watched it since I was younger, but I don't remember thinking that they were any worse or anything. Yeah, he I gets just, a bad rap too. Oh, you know, no, no, so I didn't mean to Daniel across. Craig one where it went sort of that little bit serious. What's that? I didn't like it when it started to go serious with the Daniel Craig. I don't, I don't like him as Bond. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. A, a bit too... Real. Hmm. All right. Like Bond, I don't see as a real person. I know he's not. <laughs> well, actually, you make a, uh, you make a valid point because... Um, there was a bit of controversy during the year when they suggested that they might be getting a black actor to play James Bond. Hmm. And a lot of people said, James Bond is white. And a lot of other people said, 
James Bond is not a real person. Mm, so he right. should be able to be whoever the fuck they cast at. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Um, it, they were looking at Idris Elba. Of course they were. I was going to say, is it Idris Elba? Of course yeah. they were. Yeah. He is now um, confirmed as... Um, in Star Trek 3. Yeah, he's uh, ah. probably a Klingon in um, Star Trek 3. Oh, he's interesting. The, he's going to be the big villain, yeah. Yeah, I love Idris Elba, he's great. Yeah, he is good, yeah. Reminds you, me didn't, you didn't even watch The Wire. No, I just liked him in Prometheus and... Uh, yeah. And uh, Thor, he's in the Thor films. And, yeah, uh, yeah he's brought him out for that. Yeah. Yeah, that was actually, that was controversial as well, back at the time. Um, having a, a black, a black actor a movie. Play, play, yeah, play a Nordic god. Everyone yeah. was like, you can't do that. And I was like, shut up. Of course you can. <laughs> Fuck yeah. off. Watch, Watch it. And you know what? Yeah, yeah, you know what? He was fucking great in it. So, yeah. Because like, you know what? Shit. It's all made up. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> who fucking cares? Yeah. yeah, who does care? I'm, I, I'm so glad I'm not one of those people that gets fucking irritated that a black person is going to play James Bond. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, I know. And it's like it's similarly, similarly, when they announced that Ghostbusters remake was going to be all girls, I, yeah. I don't care that they're all going to be all girls. I'm just worried that it's going to be stupid because they're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah, that's right. When they were talking about making a Ghostbusters three. I was excited to tell the truth. Yeah. But when they were having the original cast come back. Mm. Yeah. Well, but apparently they still are. There's going to be two Ghostbusters movies. Did you well, know that? No, there's going to be the girl one. And another one. And and then the Shannon Tatum, Shannon Tating one. Huh. Who's Shannon Tatum? Channing, Channing Shannon Tatum. Tatum. <laughs> I can't. Whatever his name is. No, no, no. I'll watch, it, I'll watch any movie with Sh- <laughs> Shannon Tating in it. Shannon Tating. <laughs> yeah. Go to ChanhamTating.com uh, for all your Chanham Tating news. <laughs> Can we have a jingle for Chanham Tating news? <laughs> Chanham Tating. I thought Ackroyd and that were going to be in that one. No? Ackroyd is on the committee for putting Ghostbusters everywhere. Right. And yeah. Bill Murray is go away and leave me alone. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, well, I, to be honest, I kind of agree with him. Like, uh, they don't, you know, they made Ghostbusters. Make something else. Yeah, and they made Ghostbusters 2, which was basically the premise of if the Ghostbusters are no longer relevant, what happens to them? Which yeah. I think would be, would have been better if they'd waited 30 years to make that. Yeah. But they didn't. They made it a couple of years after. So. And so it's, it's kind of done. Like, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. I, Leave it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and again, I don't have a problem with with an all-girl all Ghostbusters movie, really. I just think that it seems... There's all this... It's just a publicity stunt. Like, You know, hopefully if it was going to be just... A movie would be fine, but they're going to reboot the series. Yeah, which of course don't need to reboot it with a female cast. Just have here's a new Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, yeah. Don't reboot it with the same story again, just with new female characters. Yeah, it's the same movie. I don't know. Anyway, 
It's now a franchise. It's going to be movies coming out everywhere. It's going oh, to be. I just hate Melissa. Hopefully, some more I hate games. Melissa though. McCarthy, and I just won't watch anything she's in. Well, you know Who's exactly that? how she's going to play that character. Yeah, she's that annoying, large comedian. Right. Okay. I don't think I the watched unfunny someone, fat chick. Somebody made of this is the other thing. Somebody, it might have been Ben Kuchera actually, put up a post about. Um, here are some clips that will demonstrate why this new Ghostbusters is going to be great. And it was a clip of each of the girls. And I watched them, and they were all, to me, terrible. terrible. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not... No, not I don't like comedy. any of them. No. And, um, again, Kristen just to be clear... She, is she in it? Yeah, she, yeah, is. she is. I yeah. like her. Okay. Well, just to be clear, I don't dislike, like, female comedians and I don't, you know, or anything like that. I just don't think these people were funny. You know? I think Sarah Silverman is fucking hilarious. Put her in it. Oh, I'd watch her Ghostbusters, that's for sure. Yeah. Sorry, that sounded way more sexual than I meant to. I know, no, that's I, fine. I enjoy no, that's her. That's fine. That's fine. You know, you go there. Yeah, definitely. Of course. I mean, I wouldn't. She's Jewish, but... Whoa! <laughs> that was a joke. That was a bit of flashback humour, all right? Yeah. Come on. Flashback to a time when it was okay to make those jokes. <laughs> flashback. I just looked up at my posters and, and it popped into my head. <laughs> um... <laughs> So yeah, uh, oh yeah, and the the clip of Kristen Wiig that was on there was a very unfunny thing with um, uh, it was like some kind of dance routine from some film. I don't know, man. Oh. I wouldn't have seen it. I don't watch uh, comedy movies. Yeah, I don't know. I just watched it and I was like, well, that's that's just not very funny. But I mean, Kristen Wiig was in something before she was very famous that I I know her for, but I don't remember what it is. And I'm just going to look it up now because um, I know of two movies off the top of my head. There's what, what's uh, she been in? Um, MacGruber. Okay, I haven't seen that. Um, Bridesmaids, is it? Um, I know of that. That's how I saw that she'd become famous. And I went, oh, that's yep. a girl from something that I've seen. Okay. Um, I'm going to scroll right down. Arrested Development, she's in. Yep. Oh. oh, no, that's in the new series. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm. That makes sense. I remember that. She plays the mother. Yes. Oh, yes. That's right. Yep. Yep. She's in 30 Rock, but I never saw. Um, she's in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It could be that. It could be that. Oh, Flight of the Concords. Brava. She was Brabra. <laughs> anyway, moving on. We can move on to uh, why women shouldn't be lawyers. <laughs> well, that's it's not quite what the article is about. Um, this is more about if you're going to become a lawyer... Go to school and well, become one? Apparently a woman has... Um, well, apparently uh, a woman. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm being demonized today. Jesus. A woman used forged documents to pose as an estate lawyer for a decade. And she actually made partner at her small firm before somebody discovered <laughs> that she was not a lawyer. Wow. She um, apparently was... So good that everyone was baffled. They said that um, she's an incredibly competent person and she worked very diligently and was devoted to the people she served. Um, so there are things about the charges we don't agree with. But the fact remains, she never went to law school. And <laughs> she's not um, passed the bar exam. She faked her bar exam results. Uh, and basically, yeah, she's been illegally practicing law for um, for, I don't know however many years she worked at that place for ten years, but she, before that she worked at other places. So, um, if you want to be a lawyer, 
you know, don't bother going to law school. Just no, uh, say long. that you did. Yeah, just say that you did. So that's one of those professions where, because I, I know this happens a lot. People fake their um, their uh, what do you call it? Um, credentials. Credentials. Yeah. Um, but this is one that seem. I don't know. I would. I wouldn't really think about it because it's like, well, no, you actually have to have to have passed. You know, your exam and they um. We yeah, do keep, want our lawyers thing. to know as much about the law as possible. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, on the other hand, she was doing a good job, so... Mm. Yeah, that's true. It was probably lucky, though, that she wasn't doing sort of criminal law or anything like that, because... Well, she yeah. probably would have come under a lot more scrutiny <laughs> in that well, case. Well, I know with that, they can go back and then they... Because everyone would be able to appeal any sentence they had. Right. Yeah. I wasn't represented by a lawyer. Yeah, good point. <laughs> So hopefully it's not the same for anything that she did while working here, where people go back and go, no, I, what it, my estate re-looked at or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just thought this was very interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know, though. Um, Luke, if you were going to pose as a lawyer, mm-hmm. um, how would you avoid being discovered? While the other brothers are doing time, listen up, yo, it's crippled. Sorry, I have to dance to that every time it comes on. That's fine. It's yeah. fine. It's really enjoyable. Um, how would I not get caught? Yeah, what do you think her fatal mistake was in the end? I mean, we don't really know how they discovered her, but uh, how would you have taken measures to make sure that you'd never be discovered? Um, I'd probably get, like, I'd print out the fake certificate on really nice paper. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it looked legit. Yep, yep. And hang that up in the wall. She probably forgot that. Right, so just... On standard A4, but she's put it in a frame, so she's like, no one's going to notice that. But someone, yeah, yeah. someone's had a bit of a close look. Oh, hold on, that's not real. So you want to put a lot of effort into that when yeah. hanging it up. Yeah, you got to get the little holographic um, seal, the little watermark. Yeah. yeah, and also you don't want sort of a cheap frame. It'd be something that if you really got one, you'd be proud of it. You want yeah. to show it off. Yeah, you go look. I went here. I got this. I'm past. It's all good. I'll look yeah. after you. Something to go with that expensive mahogany desk that lawyers sit behind. Yeah, in films. No, also, no, no, don't tell my only friend who's a lawyer has a mahogany desk. Yeah, well, yeah. there you go. Fact. Fact. <laughs> man, I'd love to have a mahogany desk one day. Oh, uh, you'll get there. <laughs> Thanks, man. All right, well, that, I mean, that kind of leads me into something I wanted to talk about, um, which is Phoenix Wright. Oh, yeah. You guys You're practically with... a lawyer now just by playing that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys familiar with Phoenix Wright? I can't say I've played it, Matt. I know what it is. Okay, uh, it's a it's a game for the for the DS. I I purchased it on my 3DS. You can get all three uh, the the first three games uh, on the 3DS. Um, and basically, the premise is that you're a defense attorney, uh, fresh out of law school, uh, and so the very first case is is literally your first case, uh, and, and they're all murders. All all the cases so far uh, are murders. So it's quite. You know, you get thrown so in the deep end. So your first case out of law school is a murder. Yes, that's right. Not only that, it's one of your friends. When your friend is accused of murder, and then you end up uh, defending. Look, there's a the reason that one of the things I want to talk about is there's quite a few things in this that makes me wonder whether they really know the law, <laughs> uh, right. because um, the main thing that I take issue with is that in the game you're basically required to prove that the person is innocent otherwise they're just going to find him guilty 
because because <laughs> that's what happens. And, the, you don't... and literally, the judge will say at one point, like you bring up all these this evidence that suggests that it, that it might not be the case, and then the judge will literally say, "Well, I mean, that is suspicious, and and it, I mean, it does suggest that." That he didn't do it, but I mean, there's no definitive proof that he's innocent, so I'm just gonna have to find him guilty. <laughs> like, well, I mean, it's, it's a video game. I mean, it, yeah, I know. It's got to just go against what you're trying to do, surely. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand why. It's just it makes me laugh every time. Maybe like, it should be better if you were the prosecutor. Well, yeah, the prosecution um, is, is quite funny in it too. Um, often in the game, evidence will be introduced in the middle of the trial um, when you attempt to argue <laughs> a point, like you try and make a point. And then the prosecution will say, well, uh, that would be true if it wasn't for the blood stain on this shoe that you've not seen before. So we'll introduce that into evidence. <laughs> yeah, I think then, that's how trials work. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And not only that, uh, there have been several times in the game where the, a witness has introduced evidence that even the prosecution didn't know about. <laughs> so, and, um, I think that would actually happen. It would. I don't think it's allowed to. I'm gonna. I'm well, gonna... no, they can just go. Oh yeah, I've got this, and then they hmm. go. Then there'd be objections, and they'd be taken out of There's, court and all of that. There is a but... woman in this game. There is a woman who literally produces a bloodstained shoe and says, <laughs> "I took it from the crime scene because I don't trust the police." <laughs> and the judge says, "Well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to bring that into evidence." <laughs> no questions um, asked. That's right. Uh, and on that note, the judge is a simpleton. Um, and is very often bribed into doing things like allowing evidence illegally into the into the court, uh, or um, going back on a verdict that he's already issued, um, so that we can talk about it a bit more. He'll literally declare somebody guilty, and then uh, a witness will provide him with a free lunch, and he'll say, "Well, maybe we can maybe we can think about it a bit more." <laughs> court adjourned until tomorrow. Free lunch, that's all it takes, eh? So what you're saying is, I should get this game. It's pretty great. It's, it's actually it's really fun. The game, you basically, um, at the beginning of each episode, it's kind of episodic. Um, you come across a case somehow, like whether it's a friend of yours or somebody comes into the office and um, you, uh, you're a defense attorney. So always the goal is to f- try and prove that somebody is innocent. Um, and you do all the investigation yourself as well. And you do li- <laughs> and literally you take evidence from crime scenes. Um, so it kind of so you're also introducing evidence. Oh, absolutely! You feel like it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. There's been times where I've said, "Oh," and I present something, and the prosecution's like, "What is that?" <laughs> That's not how this works, but it does. Yeah, um, and there are even. There's been at least two cases so far where my client has confessed to the crime, right? But they're always innocent. They just don't know it yet. And through, through investigation, in both cases, I discovered that they actually were innocent. They just thought that they'd killed somebody. So, right. yeah, it's quite funny in that sense as well. So... But yeah, and you, you, you wander around locations, you talk to people, you um, collect clues and investigate, and then uh, that'll be one day. And then the next day, you're in court, and um, basically the way it works is you get a witness in, and they testify, and then each sentence of their testimony, you can question them on and get more information, and then you present evidence um, that proves that that sentence is a contradiction kind of thing. And then it proceeds... For some- proceeds from there it's pretty cool it's it's very on rails um yes right and i that that is frustrating sometimes because similar to la noir you know in la noir where yeah i said that sometimes 
or sometimes you got two options that are like, um, you know, tell her, don't worry about it, or ask her where she was that day. And if you choose ask her where that was, she was on that day, he starts going, you fucking killed him, didn't you? You fucking killed him. (laughs) And I'm like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. So there's a bit of that kind of thing where it's like, whoa, that is, that's not what I meant. But, um, yeah. There needs to be a back button in that game. In Eleanor. Yeah. 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 I, I stopped playing it because of that. Well, that, that, I think that was a great game, but um, I think because, yeah, it didn't matter what you actually asked people, no. you could just keep playing. That sort of took away from it. it I played it through twice. all these innocent people to jail. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And the thing was, it was easy to suddenly start doing really badly for no reason, yeah. <laughs> like mm. as Matt said. But also, it was easy to just, be, if, even if you did really badly they'd just be like oh yeah you're a disgrace to the force anyway here's your next mission and promotion in accordance yeah. with how the game would be anyway yeah yeah but it was as soon as i'd be talking to somebody and then i realized that the the game is not on the same track as i am it would just frustrate me yeah like i'd ask a question and i'm like oh i want to ask about that but then the conversation wouldn't really be what about about what I wanted, and I'm like, ah, this is annoying. Like, yeah, sometimes I'd ask, I see the option to go, I'm going to ask that because I want to know about that, and the way the question comes across is nothing to do with what I was expecting. That's what I'm saying, he'd fly off the handle and start accusing yeah. them of, of shit, and I'm like, whoa, that's that's not what I meant. Yeah. So, but I'd be doing again, a shifty eye look, so you'd be like, right, okay, time for an yeah. accusation, and you go in for it, and it's like, how could you suggest that? And then you just see him <laughs> crossing it off the list, and you're like, but he was acting all shifty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And again, well, with uh, the with both of those games, with, with Phoenix Wright and this, like, how could it be any other way? Yeah, it's a game. That's like, true. Yeah. It's not a mind reader. LA Noir so. is good because I just love driving around old Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to play it again, actually. And just... See, I, at the time, it got me so worked up and annoyed. Yeah. But I think now that I know that, if I can just sit down and, and just go with it, and, you know, if that happens, well, so be it. You know, it's well, going to annoy just, you it. Played through the same game twice again. What game? Forza Two Horizon. Forza Forza Horizon Two presents Fast and Furious Seven. What? Wow! I played on the Xbox 360 and the Xbox One. What is it? Just a racing game? It's a racing game. All right. It's they've released um Fast and Furious. It looks like they're doing some advertising, so they've released a game. Oh, is it free? Free, free up until the tenth of April. Oh, on Xbox One as well. Yeah, so I've got it on both. I've played and finished it on both because I wanted a thousand gamer score. Yeah, so I've got two thousand gamer score for free, and it's just Forza. So I like Forza driving around. So it was a bit of fun for me. Do you get to um to catch Michelle Rodriguez as she flies off the hood of a car off a freeway overpass and then you, you crash your car into the barrier and fly over and catch her and crash into the hood of another car? Does that happen? No. Oh. I'll forget the it. The whole premise is you, you race other people for pinks to win these 10 cars that oh. they need and then you drive the car to the plane and they go off on some mission. So it's kind of like uh, Street Rod? Remember Street Rod? Yeah, yeah, exactly like Street Rod. Oh, man. Sold. Yep. Do you remember Street Rod, Dan? I do remember Street Rod, actually. Do you get to screw the engine into your car and all that business? That was the best. Yeah. They really should make that game again. I don't know why they haven't. I know why, because it would be crap. (laughs) All right. 
That are, I'm not saying it was a bad game back then. I'm just saying it's not as good as you remember. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, it would. It was limited, and it mm. could still be limited. But just the fact that you, you um, you know, you unscrew the the bits of the car and put in the new parts that you bought and all that kind of stuff, and then you race. That would be great. Yeah, that could be a good mobile game. Oh, I think it would be great. You know what? I don't think we should discuss this on the podcast. I think we should fucking brainstorm this, <laughs> and then pay some Indian person on Elance to make it for us. <laughs> Sure, there's someone on okay. Fiverr.com. Yeah, well, within reason. <laughs> so, um, Matt, you've got a Nintendo Wii. Yes, I you. do. Yes, sorry, Wii you. I do. Um, you're looking forward to Nintendo releasing yet another console? Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see when that uh, when that actually happens. But they did announce that this week. Mm. Mm. That they're making a new console, which. The- which is very, very soon, because the Wii U's only been out for two years. Well, it's probably because the Wii U is doing shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, to be honest, they probably probably do need to do that. Um, mm. And the other thing that annoys me a bit, uh, not to jump ahead, and we can talk about it a bit afterwards, um, mm-hmm. but they've announced that there's a new console, and they've also announced that they're delaying the new Zelda game, which makes me wonder, oh. are they going to fuck us around? Oh. And put it out on the new one instead, and I hope not. Well, the only reason I will buy a Wii U eventually for Zelda. Well, you might not have to. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Should Nintendo just maybe go the way of Sega and stop releasing consoles? They and just go, "Hi, here's our games." They've said that they're going to start licensing stuff onto smartphones and things. So I guess. Mm-hmm. If that means we get some Mario games on my iPhone, that would be great. But, because they make some fucking excellent games. Like, uh, the Mario Kart is amazing. Um, Mario Party is fun. I love Mario Party. I know people don't like it, but I love it. Oh, no, I love Mario Party. I love all the Zelda games. We're all fans of Mario Party here. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Even their sports games, right? There's uh, Mario Golf on 3DS. My only problem with them is they're very expensive compared to other like mm. iOS games and stuff. Mm. So, but but you get a premium product, I guess. So, I mean, it would be good to see that stuff on on iPhone, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. Should they just stop making consoles? Like cuz maybe we you we you sold a lot, but no one brought any games for it. Well, does it, what's good on it? I mean, I would play Mario Kart. Mario Kart's great on it, but also Mario Kart Zelda. Mario, Mario Kart's Party. kind Done. of the well, they're the same as as what was on the Wii. Yeah, you know, like people already have those games. And and to be honest, uh, I don't have my Wii set up anymore. And and I won the Wii U, so it's great that I have Mario Kart Eight there and I can play it. But the tracks are all from the previous games, mostly. There's a few new ones, and it's not that different at all from the previous one and in some ways it's worse than the previous one because in this one if you're in first place you don't get some of the power-ups and stuff like well, I really think that what Nintendo should do is just bow out of the console game stick with handheld yeah like they've got that market they still do amazing stuff there but console they're just they're just there would you want them to make games for the Xbox and the PlayStation definitely okay Release Mario Party on the Xbox and PlayStation. That'd be great. Yeah, you're probably right. It's not a bad idea. I wonder if they've considered it. I'm. Sh- they probably have. I bet it's 
they're Japanese, and I think probably giving up and releasing stuff on um, the Xbox in particular would be distasteful mm. to them because it's a an American company. The the PlayStation probably is more likely because it's Japanese. Mm. I mean, because uh, as I understand it, you know, they're still not they're not as cool with uh, with the. Uh, you know, Xbox and that over there. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that, Matt. Oh, yeah, right. It probably did sound like I was going to say something racist. Yeah, that would... yeah that's, why, <laughs> no. that's why nobody was prodding you along. We were just no, waiting no, to hear no, what I you meant said. The Xbox, Microsoft doesn't sell well in Japan. No, that's like, what I oh, really they're uh, not as cool with, uh, you know, um, uh, the Xbox. <laughs> and Michael's like, oh, okay, the Xbox, sure, okay. No. <laughs> White people. Yeah. That's, that's but that's where just we a real shame. Because I really do like a lot of the Nintendo games, but I'm not going to buy a Nintendo console anymore. Mm. I've never bought a Nintendo console. Never ever? Never ever. Hmm. To me, they've always been the one that's like, oh, yeah, fun, and yeah, I'll definitely enjoy playing a couple of games if I'm at a friend's house and they have one, but I'm going to buy the mm. serious one for myself. So that started yeah. out when it was the, the NES versus the Sega Master System. You know, I went yeah. master system. I, I absolutely I master system. Yep. You know, and then just all the way up is you know. I'm certainly not going to buy a GameCube instead of a PlayStation. <laughs> I bought a GameCube. Yeah. The GameCube was great. It's just, it's it's. I mean, it had Luigi's Mansion. It had all these great games on it, but it it's just they're not the mainstream console now. Like you have to buy a GameCube and. One of you know, like an Xbox or a PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just not, it's, it's not worth it for the handful of games. Like I know with the Xbox, I'm gonna play. I've already got twenty, thirty games. Yeah. On the Xbox One, Nintendo. It's been out for two years, and I can name maybe two games I want on it. Yeah. Mario Kart, and I think Mario Party's now out. Yeah. Oh, if we hadn't won this console, we wouldn't have one. No, like, I wouldn't. I don't know. I, I'd want one, but I don't think I could justify it. No, I don't even think so, developers um, are really making a lot for it anymore, except for Nintendo. Um, have you guys seen uh, Bloodborne? No. I uh, saw a bunch of stuff about it. It is a vampire um, game on PlayStation Four. And so far, it is the only game I've seen that makes me go, fucking wish I had a PS4. Really? Yeah. I'm I did gonna... not hear any of that. See, here's the thing, though. Vampire games, I'm just not sure about vampires at all anymore. Right. Like, vampires have gotten pretty shit in the last few years. How do they... You know, how does this, how does this go? Well, from what I understand, it's it's got some online um, components to it, and it's a, it's like an action role playing game, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. um, kind of like Dark Souls. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but you play as a um, uh, I, I think you're a vampire anyway. You're talking um, about Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen Bloodborne? I've heard about it. Um, yeah, I think you do play as a vampire. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I was just saying, it's the only game that so far has made me want to buy a PS4. Mm. Just because I look at people talking about it, and you know, there's 
footage of people playing and fighting werewolves and, and fighting against each other. And What and is it, it with people assuming there's going to be werewolves anytime there's vampires? Well, You're talking me it, out of this. That's just how it goes now. Uh, it's so unoriginal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. so bored by it. I'm so bored by that. Um, it'll surprise nobody to learn that the game was inspired by the novel Dracula. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Blind, I, blind. Have you heard of it? Uh, no. Heard of no, Dracula? No. 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 I, I think it's uh, it's like a Twilight fan fiction or something. Yeah, it must be a spin-off of Twilight somewhere. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, I just thought I'd mention that because uh, I've been seeing a lot about it and it excited me, titillated me. Mm. Well, mm. I'm glad you were titillated. I thank you weird thing to be glad about but I am glad <laughs> uh, you guys seen these cupcakes that got banned in France I have I've got a little bit of a problem with this but let's uh, let's let's talk it through okay um, a French bakery has been banned from selling a variety of cupcake because they're racist they are cakes that look like um, like overweight black people with huge genitals Yep, um, and yep. Uh, they've. Although they've been... some some people might say that chocolate is chocolate, and these just look like people with huge genitals, and not necessarily any kind of racist caricature, just See, because the they're made out of chocolate. I thought mm-hmm. just because they've made black cupcakes, how is that racist? Well, like, uh, yeah, they said that they're made of mousse, which is brown. Yeah, yeah. so. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> that's fair enough. Well, yeah, that's kind of what's my first in, uh, impression. Like, sure, I mean, if you find these offensive because of the huge dick, well, that's fine. They yeah. have a huge dick. But if you're going, oh, they're racist against black people, it's like, well, these might not yeah. actually be black people. They might just be people made out of chocolate, and this is the colour that chocolate is. Yeah. And also... Uh, one of the things people are saying is we're in a country where the word equality is part of the constitution which means it doesn't allow for racism Um, even if they are intended to be black people why is it racist? Yes, it's not racist to depict a black person Having the same thing in that shop if that was was white chocolate would they still be considering it racist? Is it only racist because because they're they're brown, obviously that's true. What if they were white? Like that wouldn't be a problem, I assume. But it, but I still don't understand why it's racist. Unless they're saying that because the fact that the guy's got a huge penis that that's stereotyping. Or I don't know one single black dude that would consider it racist to suggest they have big dicks. <laughs> I mean, it, it it's it is a stereotype. Which sure. I guess is is that that's a form of racism. I mean, no, we're not stereo- the best people to decide this. Stuff, I don't but... think it's necessarily racist, just because it's a stereotype. Because I mean, racism I think implies that you're attempting to degrade them in some way. Is yeah. that not true? Same with sexism. Like sexism, I think uh, gets you know thrown around a lot, particularly these days, and it's not always the case. It's just to, to say that you know girls usually have long hair is not really sexist is it I mean 
Like well, if, you, I mean, if you made if you made cakes of girls and they had long hair, would you say that was sexist? Exactly right. And I mean, going one step further, if a woman made a cake of a girl and she had long hair, I mean, that's surely that's definitely not sexist. So, yeah. what if a black person had made these? You know, yeah. like surely for something to be sexist or racist, I mean, if some, for something to be racist, it has to be racist no matter what. Yes. No matter what the context. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But I can think of several contexts where these wouldn't be considered racist, not the least of which was if it was a black baker who made them. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, weird, it's a weird thing. And I think um, a lot of it has to do with the fact that, obviously, black people have been discriminated against a lot. Yeah. And we still have to deal with the consequences of that, uh, which means... Probably oh, we're not going to be allowed to make these we cakes. We have to deal with a consequence. <laughs> no, it means we're not allowed to have delicious black people cakes, is yeah. what I mean. No, that's um, fair. Because people will have a cry about it. But yeah, I mean, Here's I don't know. one thing I, I can't understand, understand the article was someone who's sort of going, like, we must fight this kind of racism. I cannot imagine what would be said if an African baker decided to represent Jesus Christ or the Virgin Mary in a similar way. Do it. Please Nothing. do it. Because who fucking cares? Uh, but uh, also, that's a racist statement to me. Like, yeah, right. An African baker, what, well, why wouldn't they also believe in Jesus Christ and the Virgin Mary? <laughs> yeah, like, and also, just, not everyone in Africa is black. No. I mean, most of them. And uh, not every black person is delicious. <laughs> or a baker. But yeah. th- this is that was a quote from Louis George Tin. Like he's part of the French Representative Council of Black Associations, and he's just called. To me, he's implying that all Africans are black. And I, I really, really hope you're not reading that off the screen, and you just know those facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm sorry. I'm reading it off the screen. No, but the baker has said it's absurd and hurtful. These pastries have absolutely no racial connotation at all, as far as he's concerned. They're little human beings. That happen to be made of moose, so they're brown. Well, they just happen to be black. And yeah. Gay. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can see his point. Like, how the fuck is he going to make a <laughs> make cakes out of moose and not have them be brown? But I guess maybe he should have thought about it a bit because obviously people are stupid and they're going to complain about it. But that's the thing. Do we just have to be overly careful now because stupid people are going to complain about <sighs> shit? Yeah, apparently we do. Well, Apparently we do. I don't think we've followed that rule so far in our podcast. Oh, no, no. I mean, we don't. Because <laughs> we don't care. But this baker, obviously... I mean, to be honest, it wouldn't surprise me if one day, if for some reason, um, somebody cared enough, there was an article written about this podcast. Oh, true. Absolutely. And the thing is, like, if we were trying to make a buck out of this podcast, we'd probably have to be a little bit more PC. Yeah. Yeah. But really, I mean, we... I, I mean, I stand by the fact that I'm not, I'm not prejudiced. I just make stupid jokes. That's... Yeah. Well, you tell that to all the black people you've offended. (laughs) Have I offended black people? Well, I got a lot of letters saying you have. I mean, I know, I know, I know black people, and I know that I've offended any of them. I know gay people too. I don't think I've offended them either. Well, I'm sure maybe, um, maybe. Although I did meet actually, uh, you know, this story. I think you may. I don't know if I've told this on the podcast, but when I lived in um, Newtown, I met a guy called Dave who was from Colorado. He was a black guy from America. And he said when he first came to Australia, he thought everybody was being really, really rude and, and, and racist. Because people would make jokes about things that in, in the US, you just don't make jokes about them. Kind yeah, of thing. Sure. Like, 
they would ask him if he was, you know, uh, are you having the fried chicken tonight? Kind huh. of thing. Stuff like that. And he, at first he was like, what the fuck? Fucking kidding. <laughs> but then after a time he said, and I said, this is him speaking, not me. He said he realized that we didn't have that over here. So we think it's stupid and funny. Yeah. So, and, and we have a reputation. Australians have a reputation for being casually racist. Um, and I think it's just because, like, I don't know. We don't have a whole lot of, compared to the rest of the world, we don't have a whole lot of real racism. I accept... Except against Arabs yeah. lately, unfortunately. I, and I'll just I'll add to your list that the Aboriginal yes. stuff that all happened up until really recently. Really recently. Yeah. All right. Fine. That too. Well, us then, young young Australians. <laughs> fine. Do we have a jingle for Matt justifies his own racism? It's not racism, is it? There he goes again. There he goes again. <laughs> Remember when? What was it? Luke couldn't. Didn't. I'm not work racist out what, on this podcast. No, no. Luke couldn't work out what was racist about something. And Dave Blackface. Lost his shit about Blackface. It. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he goes. So well, don't, what's the difference so don't come to me and complain. Blue. And Dave was like, "That's not the world we live in, Luke." <laughs> <laughs> so don't come to me complaining about not understanding. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm with Luke I think in certain contexts it would be not racist but unfortunately that's not the world we live in yeah I think that was the conclusion we came to uh, on yeah. the last podcast that we spoke about yeah. it too was yeah. that he's right and he's right yeah so unfortunately we live in a world where these cakes are racist to enough people that it's a problem we need to find out what Kanye thinks oh I'm sure Kanye would say his cakes were delicious my cat really enjoyed them. And I didn't even want to play with that cat. Like a delicious moose. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time. <laughs>